Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I know the weather is warm and you feel like you want to get out and kick up some dirt, but just hold off. But you can at least talk about all of your gardening stuff with Doug today as he is on the air, the organic gardener. Later today, as I've been telling you all weekend, South Hills, Cool Springs, Andy and him, the dynamic duo together on the same stage. So you're going to want to get out to the South Hills Home Show. And yeah, that home show that is the Pittsburgh Home Show begins this Friday. So we're all going to be busy at the convention center. But right now, why don't you make yourself the 10th caller? Wish you a little luck today and some magic at 412-922-1020. And you'll win a $25 gift certificate from Sorgles. And now, here he is, the star of the show, the organic gardener. Mr. Doug Oster. Hey, Doug. Hey, good morning, everybody. We have a great guest today at 7.15. It's our friend Stephen Biggs, and he has something called an online fig camp that he's going to talk about. He's the guy that taught me how to grow figs, and he's out of Toronto, Canada, and if he can grow figs up there, we can grow figs down here. So we talked to him a little later, and I'm just so excited. The earliest daffodils have started to bloom in my garden, and, oh, there's that just... It's just there's no stopping us now. So there's snowdrops, winter aconite, uh, hellebores are blooming. Very early season, uh, too early. I actually saw some uh, forsythia starting to to pop already. So pretty crazy. But you know, just to see those daffodils, you know, I I picked a bunch and put them in a uh, uh, vase, put it on the windowsill. And I got my greenhouse fixed, which is so exciting. Thanks to my friend Rob Marshall. We've known each other. For a long time, and I am so glad I did not try to do this <laughs> myself. Uh, it's got to be, it's got to be at least twelve feet tall up there, and uh, you know those guys have a special ladder, and they were struggling with fixing those panes. So, thank you, Rob, so much for fixing the greenhouse. I appreciate it. And as Rob uh, said, there's lots of stuff going on today. I will be appearing later on today with my friend Andy Anrime at the South Hills Home Show. Uh, that's at the Cool Springs Sports Complex. That's today, 2 o'clock. I'm, t- I'm doing a presentation called Creating Your Best Garden Ever. Come on out if you live in the South Hills. Even if you don't, cross the river. Come on out because I've got some free Limbaugh Legacy Potato Top Tomato Seeds to give away. The idea is this is a Pittsburgh heirloom, a big 
pink, meaty tomato, one to two pounds. I've even I've seen one to five pounds. The last one you'll pick during the year, and I, I give you some instructions. You grow it out, and then save me a few seeds, and then send them back to me. And that way, we keep this uh, great variety uh, going. I talked a lot about it last week, and lots of information at dougoster.com all about it. And today at Sorgles. 1 p.m., there is a free pruning class. If you ever want to learn how to prune, this is the way to do it. Dress for the outdoors. You'll be walking in the orchard, and there is no better way to learn how to prune than this. And then also at Sorgles later on this week, Friday, Randy is holding a seed starting class at 7 o'clock. It's only $10, and you must register. Go to sorgles.com. And also Friday, as Rob said, we're, we're going to be there again. It's the 42nd annual Pittsburgh Home and Garden Show. I am speaking every day, and I'm in the Farm to Table Expo area. It's on the second floor, filled with local farms and vendors and cool stuff. I'm going to stock up on my favorites there. And when we get to there, when we start on Friday, I'm giving away two different crazy seed varieties from my friend uh, Gary Ibsen at tomatofest.com. The first one I've given away before, it's called Clint Eastwood Rowdy Red, and the other one is called Julia Child, and the stories on these are pretty interesting. So Clint Eastwood Rowdy Red, uh, that was named by my friend Gary. Clint was the mayor of Carmel, California, and Gary used to hold this tomato fest. And so the tomato is open pollinating, meaning you could save the seeds and grow it again. Tall, uh, lots of two-inch, six to ten-ounce Deep red, round tomatoes with a subtle point on the end. The fruits have a robust, bold, complex flavor and a fruity sweetness perfectly balanced with acid and earthy nuances and complexity. Firm, juicy flesh invites snacking in the garden, cooking, canning, and seed saving. (laughs) When I gave away Clint Eastwood Rowdy Red two or three years ago, People went nuts for it. So when you come to the home show, basically what happens is I'll speak for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Somebody else might come up right after me for 10, and then we give away the seeds. And so I'm going to be giving away one of these two varieties every day, flip-flopping them. So Clint Eastwood Rowdy Red is the one. And then Julia Child, um, this is one Gary named in 2001. He was friends with Julia Child, and... uh, it's, a, again, another tall plant. This one has what we call potato leaf foliage and four-inch deep pink, lightly fluted beefsteak fruits that have a robust smack-you-on-the-palate tomato flavor, firm and juicy flesh that invites tomato feasting and seed saving. Uh, so that's what we're giving away. And you can also, when you come, you can win an exclusive trip to Falling Water with me. <laughs> You come to the Farm to Table Expo, you can enter, and we are going to go, two of you and me, and maybe one other person that used to work there as a horticulturist. We'll see. We're going on what's called an in-depth tour of falling water. That's one where it's like two hours long. You're allowed to take pictures in the house, which is normally not allowed. Uh, So that's pretty cool. And best of all, you can get two free tickets to go to the show, which starts Friday, courtesy of Farm to Table, Buy Fresh, Buy Local. All that information is at my website at dougoster.com. couple more things to talk about before we get going. and We talked to our guest Steve Biggs about figs. 
I've got online weekly free garden classes every Thursday, 5 o'clock. Again, for Farm to Table, Buy Fresh, Buy Local. And this week, it's all about a deep dive into organic gardening, how to have a great garden without reaching for chemicals. It's for new gardeners and longtime growers, too. And just announced my trip to Iceland it's in November. I'd love for you to come along. I've dreamed my whole life of seeing that country. Uh, the funny thing is, when I was in high school, one of my friend's mothers told me that Iceland was nothing but a big cold rock, which definitely put a wet blanket on my plans. I, I stopped thinking about Iceland until I started traveling in 2013 again and hearing how everybody was going to Iceland, how cool it was. want to see the Northern Lights so bad. But again, all this information's at DougOster.com. And this is when we're starting to get going. Get your seed starting together if you are a seed starter. We talked about this uh, before, but there's a couple different ways you can start seeds. You know, Randy's class on Friday will will explain everything, but you either do it under lights, which is uh, the way I like to do it. Just get them sprouted that way. Now that I have a nice warm greenhouse without missing panes, I'm going to start some cool weather crops in there. Get those started. They don't, you know, the things like lettuce and arugula and greens and there's a million different plants that they don't care about frost they'll sprout out in that greenhouse that greenhouse will get up to 80 on any sunny day but also just under some good led lights inside and then the other way to do this if you don't want to set up everything it's called winter sowing you just get some kind of container with a lid on it you know you can make them out of um, a one gallon milk jug or water jug you can use clamshell containers from the grocery store and as long as it has drainage you put some planting mix in there already moistened put some seeds in there close the top throw it outside and they will plant they will sprout whenever they are ready so you could do cool weather crops you could do warm weather like tomatoes or peppers and they're just going to wait until the time is right and sprout this is an exciting time of the year because spring is right around the corner. Hi, it's Mr. Biggs on Figs coming up next with Doug on KDKA. Mr. Biggs is talking figs. Uh, you love to rhyme that, don't you? I do. Steve Biggs is a good friend of mine. He is putting on an online fig camp. He is the fig whisperer, I call him, uh, author about figs, uh, everything about figs. He taught me how to grow figs and how to harvest figs. And Steve, I want to start with... Uh, the winter. What has your winter been up there in Toronto regarding the figs uh, as they are in dormancy? Hey, Doug, thanks for having me. We have had a very mild winter here in Toronto, so uh, I don't have any worries at all about dieback on my fig plants. Yeah, I mean, are you, are you thinking like for sure, like, oh boy, this is this is it. This is the kind of winter you want. When and that's what I'm thinking down here. We've had a very mild winter. You know, all I'm doing is stacking bags of uh, compost on top of my big tree that's outside and then straw on top of that. And, and it's been so mild. I'm just thinking, oh, boy, this is going to be good. This could be good, and especially with an, an, if we got an early, early spring. I'm feeling like bumper crop this year. We'll compare notes at the end of the season. Okay. So what is a fig, <laughs> what is a fig camp? What does that mean, Steve? Well... Uh, I thought I'd put together something for other gardening nerds like me. I'm just crazy for figs. 
And uh, a one-hour webinar sometimes just doesn't cut it if you want to dig in deep into a topic. So the FIG camp is, it's an intensive. We've got two, two and a half hour sessions and there's garden nerds from all over. I've had people from, well, Pennsylvania, Maine, Vermont, New York, Washington, and all over in Canada here. And we go through everything from A to Z, like an intro to figs, figs and cold climates. How to ripen them is always a, a huge question for people in a cold climate, a pruning, care, the, the whole kit and caboodle. And what is it about figs? Like for me, it's uh, 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 back to my wife's relatives in Italy, visiting there and seeing the figs there, and I wanted to grow them for her. But what are the different reasons that people are just so obsessed with growing figs in areas where you shouldn't be able to grow them? Well, I think you hit on a really big one with your your wife's family. So there's this cultural tie people have some kind of cultural tie to places where they're grown. So that's huge. And then I think the other thing is there's, they're exotic. People see a fig and they think, wow, that's exotic. And then when you, you plant the idea with them that, hey, even though it's cold here, you can grow that, they get pretty excited about that. You know, what's funny is that people like you and I, garden nerds, and especially fig nerds, <laughs> we, you know, we wait for those figs. We cherish those figs. But so many people have not tasted a real fig. Uh, and part of, for me, part of growing figs is sharing the wonder of a sweet, ripe fig with people. And I'm surprised that it's such a leap of faith for people to, to try a fig. Mm-hmm. I, I took a, a quart of figs over to a, a dear neighbor last year who had never had fresh figs. And she just got in touch with me last week. She said, Steve, can I have cuttings? I want to root my own fig plants wow. and grow them this year. She wow. loved it that much. And since she lives so close to you, you can give her tips on how to make that tree last. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, how many figs are you growing nowadays? Oh, what are we up to? Uh, around 20 plants. And that's down from the high of 50. My, my family thought I went a bit overboard and the garage was full, the yard was full. And they said, hey, can you pare back a bit? So we're down, but we still have lots of plants. And when you do overwinter your figs, are they out in the garden or do you bring them inside or both? Oh, they're everywhere, Doug. Um, So my garage is full, and my wife says to me every year, do you think we can get the car in there? Nope, figs come first, so it's full. And and then I have them all over the yard. I've got some that I I tip over. I lay them flat and tip them and cover them with straw bales. And But I'm always trying new things because I, I teach and write about figs. So what I'm super excited about this year is my fig trench. And I've got figs growing below grade in a trench, covered it with some old windows and straw. And I'm going out today, I think. I'll take that straw off and I'm going to start heating it up in there because it's like a mini buried greenhouse and I can get an early start. Wow, that sounds pretty cool. Always experimenting, right, fig growers? (laughs) Yes, yes. So how do people sign up for the fig camp and how does it work? Is this like over a Zoom? Is that how you do it or...? Yeah, so it's a virtual fig camp over Zoom, and uh, I have all the details at foodgardenlife.com. That's my website, foodgardenlife.com. And what we do is it's 
it's more interactive than a webinar. So people, you can choose if you leave on your camera or not, but I take questions on the fly. So I've got some great content that we roll out. But the goal is that everybody finishes Fig Camp figuring out how can I make this work in my own garden? Because there's so many ways you can do this. And that's the exciting thing about it. There's so many ways you can grow figs, get them through the winter. So what works in your particular space? And um, with the, along with the, the live part, we've got an ebook. There's a recording of it. People can go back to a bunch of interviews because I always talk with other fig experts. That's all part of this as well. And I've got all that information also up on my website to direct you to, Steve. Steve, what is it like for you to be able to spread the word about figs? Because I know you love doing it. Oh, it's so much fun. There's nothing more fun than connecting with a bunch of like-minded people. And so it's a complete joy. Well, Steve Biggs has an amazing fig camp coming up. You do it online. He taught me all about figs, and I taught him about a great guitarist named Roy Buchanan. <laughs> ah, I love him. That's such great music. All right, Steve, thanks so much for coming on, and I'm sure lots of people will uh, be signing up to learn how to grow figs, that's for sure. Roy Buchanan. I love Roy Buchanan. You do too? Oh, man. Johnny Winter, Roy Buchanan, right up there, man. Man, at the end, I saw Roy Buchanan at a little Holiday Inn in Kent, Ohio. <laughs> my little neighbor friend growing up, my friend Lee Borkovic, man, turned me on to Roy Buchanan. Man, what a great guitarist. Good stuff. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Doug and I have a lot more to get to. I hope you'll stick with us, but this is your opportunity to start thinking at least spring planning for your projects in the garden because we're opening the phone lines at 866-391-1020, 866-391-1020. As always, you can listen to us at 100.1 FM and AM 1020 KDK or on the Odyssey app, but you can also watch us with the Ireland Contracting video feed. Just go to kdkradio.com and click on Watch KDK Radio live stream. Next hour, Cooking with Vegetables as we're Cooking on the Coons Cooking Hour today on KDKA. Right, before we tell you about Doug and Andy heading out to Cool Spring Spas, the South Hills Home Show, and of course Doug and I and Andy and everyone getting ready for the 42nd Annual Home and Garden Show at beautiful David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Can't wait. That starts this Friday. If you're the 10th caller right now at 412-922-1020, 412-922-1020, you win yourself a $25 gift certificate from Janoski's. All right, time for you to get on the lines and give us a call. We've got three lines available. Anything on your mind in the way of gardening, 866-391-1020. Doug. I will be out at South Hills Home Show today, which is a cool spring sports complex. And come on out and say hi. I'll be doing a little talk and then giving away some really cool tomato seeds, Limbaugh Legacy Potato Top Tomatoes. You should be growing it. Many people say it is the best-tasting tomato they've ever had. All right, let's go to the phones. And it's time to say goodbye to Nancy in Allison Park. Hi, Nancy. Welcome to KDKA. Good morning. Um, I had a question for Doug about Espoma Organic Grow plant food. I have a bottle of it, and the expiration date says that it should be used by September of last year. Is this still okay to use? I think it not I, I, No, I think for sure you'll be okay. Okay. You know, that stuff is good. How did you end up with that stuff? I really like that stuff. Um, I just like to go for organic things. So I saw this and I tried it, and it seems to be good for my plants. So, Especially great. I love to use stuff like that for my containers. Uh, you know. mm -hmm. Well, I have a lot of house plants, 
So I use it on that in the summertime. But I just didn't know if it would, like, not be as effective because it's past the expiration date. I think it'll be fine. I wouldn't worry about it. I would hate for you just to waste it, you know. Yeah. How much do you have left? Um, Maybe about a third of the bottle. I would use it, you know, if it was me. I like that stuff. So what are you going to grow this year? Anything special? Well, I want to try some bok choy this year. Oh, you'll I've like that. I've never grown that before. Here's the one thing about the bok choy is that just like anything else from that family, you got to watch for cabbage worms. Oh, uh, okay. One thing that I do, and this isn't for everybody. There's other ways to deal with this, but we'll talk about it. Uh, when I plant anything from that family, cabbage, broccoli, kale, immediately I cover it with this thing called a floating row cover. It's just a mm-hmm. lightweight, spun-bound, translucent fabric. And that just stops the cabbage moth from laying its eggs on there. Oh. If, do you wait till the seeds sprout to do that, or do you do it as soon as you put the seeds in? Yeah, I want to, I want to have that on there before they sprout. I usually start with plants. I'm usually starting oh. something like that inside about four weeks before I put them out. And then I'll have little transplants. Mm-hmm. The day I put them in the ground, I put that floating row cover over. Let's say that the, that you know you don't like the look of a floating row cover, or you think it's a pain to put a floating row cover on. The next thing would be they make this stuff called Captain Jack's Dead Bug Brew, and again, it's completely organic. It's safe for the good bugs, but it takes care of chewing insects, uh, oh. and it only works on insects. Uh, and mm-hmm. only only they have to ingest it. So with bok choy, you would spray it onto the leaves, and then if you did get cabbage worms, they would nibble on it, and then they would basically, it affects their nervous system, and they stop feeding. Why bok choy? What is the interest there? I don't know. I just think it's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I've never grown it before. I've done cabbage and broccoli and Brussels sprouts and stuff, but I just like to try something new every year. If you can do Brussels sprouts, you can do bok choy, no problem. Okay. Um, A question about the the dead dead bug brew. Mm -hmm. Is that safe around dogs? Yeah, yeah. It can't affect anything else but insects. Like no mammals. Yeah, it doesn't affect mammals. And so, yeah, it's completely safe. And that's why I like it. Uh, it, It's just, you know, we don't want it. You know, we don't want to go out there and spray something on there that's going to hurt the good bugs, to hurt the pollinators, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, you know, all the way down to earthworms. And so that's why you want something that specifically targets the pest but leaves the whole cycle of nature, you know, alone. And that's that's the idea for any kind of organic gardener. Okay. Um, Can I ask you something else real quick? I had a seed catalog from Jung Seed, Mm -hmm. and they are selling different kind of mountain ash trees. There's a Rabina mountain ash and a Shipova. Are we over the emerald ash borers? Is it safe to plant mountain ash trees again? Hmm, that I'm not sure of. I mean, we are not over emerald ash. Okay. Um, let me research that in the break and okay. see if that's the type of ash. My guess is that, no, we are not planting any ash trees at all uh, okay, because of the emerald had- ash borer. Yeah, I had trees that died because of them, and I'd love to get more if it's safe, but I'm not not, taking a chance on losing more. It's not safe to plant ash trees. The the thing that we're hoping for 
is we're hoping that those ash trees that were there start sprouting from the roots and grow up. And then we have to see if the emerald ash borer has moved on because there's no more ashes here or there's still some around that are going to eat it. Uh, I will I will specifically look at those ones from Jung, and then as soon as we come back from the break, I'll let you know about those. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Thanks for your call. All right, up next for Doug, it's uh, Diane and McCandless. Hi, Diane. Hi, how are you? Good. I am having problems with it's some type of mold or something growing in my front yard, and every day I wake up and there's another mond. I, I must have 30 monds there now. Okay, so... My husband... Are there tunnels, too? You know what? It does seem like to be tunnels. You can see, like, a, a path. Okay. Yeah, and we did buy that cone-shaped um, product, you know, poking it, poking it into the the dirt. We tried it, but they come every day I come, I have another one. Here's what I would another. use. Uh, there's a, a product called Mole Scram, S-C-R-A-M, and it just uses garlic and castor oil, and it's very effective. It's granular. And wherever they are, this is a tricky part. You have to apply it the right way. And so what we do is we put a band like about a foot or two feet thick where they're at to push them away. They can't stand this stuff. And so then they'll move away from it. Then the next day you put another band down, and then you continue that. Continue moving the moles or voles. It'll work on either one and push them out of the area that, that you know, you've gotten those tunnels and—, and all that other stuff. The, the thing about moles is they're really good for the garden, but not if they're in a place where you can't stand seeing those mounds and tunnels and all that stuff. Because uh, they actually, they, they eat grubs, they aerate the soil, they leave a little fertilizer behind, but we just want to move them over to an area where we don't care where they're at. And so that stuff works okay. really good, and it's pretty easy to find. You can find it in any good local nursery. And, it's again, it's something safe to use. If you start trying to poison the moles, I've never seen it be effective that way because you're poisoning everything else down there too, you know, grubs and, uh, you know, earthworms, microbes, all sorts of stuff. This stuff works really great. When I did work at the trip, it had to work because I, I, one of the big bosses, the whole neighborhood had, I think it was voles. And so I, I said, here, get a big bag of this stuff called mole scram and put it down. And so I kept my job for a little bit there by, by giving the boss that. And there's one one neighbor in the neighborhood who didn't do it. And guess who ended up with all the voles? <laughs> okay. Okay. I can see that. That's what I worried about. That is it going to go to my neighbors? Because it's just in a, pl- a plan here. Well, that's you know, that's the thing. That's, that's what I always, I always joke about is that I say I put down a band then another band, and another band, and then eventually they're at the neighbors. So, <laughs> oh well, they can do it. Yeah, people at, go by my yard taking a walk and ask, "What's in the, the wrong with my my um, front?" Yeah, there's all these mines. I mean, yeah. there's many. I, Tr- I wake up in the morning and look, and there's another one. Try the most. Try that mole scram. Mole scram. Mole scram. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, Doug. Thanks so much. Thanks. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come. What back. are you smiling about over there? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Mole scram. No, it's kind of like Abbott scram. And hey, scram <laughs> you. Hey, what are you doing, pal? It's the little things that bring me joy, Doug. <laughs> All right, uh, Cindy and Irwin, you stay where you're at. We'll get to you in a couple of moments. Next hour, it's vegetable soup, all sorts of things, like a great salad and more, greens and beans. It's vegetables, the topic of conversation on the Coons Cooking Hour. I'm Katie K. Good morning.
All right, final segment, just a couple of minutes before we've got to get to the news. So, Cindy and Irwin, you may be the last call of the day. Welcome to KDK. How are you? Hi. Good morning, everybody. Good. Um, my line's kind of scratchy here, so uh, in case I, I'll listen to the response maybe on the radio. But um, I, I was have a bunch of black-eyed Susan seeds, and I was told to wait until spring to plant them or, you know, after it was very moist. Now, is this too early to plant them since it's been raining the last few days? Like, would the frost, if it did frost again, affect them? No. The one thing I need to figure out, though, is they sometimes perennials need a what's called stratification, which means they need a cold treatment before they go in. So where did you get the seeds? Is it just like a... It's from my plants. Now, they've been in the oh, garage okay, okay. Um, all winter. Oh, yeah, till now, put it that way, since I cut them. And um, I was asking about those coneflowers, too. I haven't had good luck with the coneflower seeds from the plants that I've had. So those those probably, the um, coneflower probably needs stratification, need that cold treatment. So if you have any of those coneflower seeds, just put them in the fridge and, and leave them there. Okay. Uh, okay. Black-eyed Susans, Black Susans, though, it looks like, and I'm just looking them up here, it only takes about 10 days for them to sprout. So I don't, oh, oh wait, here we go. I don't think they need stratification. Okay, Doug, you said both of them have been in the garage since I cut them. Oh, then they got their cold treatment. If they do need the cold treatment, they're good to go. The only thing you're worried about right now as far as, as sowing either one of those is what kind of shape the soil's in. You know, you don't want to be digging in the soil if it's if it's too wet. Uh, mm-hmm. And so if it sticks to the shovel, it's too wet. And so okay. we wait for that. Now, if you had a bed that was ready, or if you just threw some compost down, you could throw those seeds down there. You know, they're going to stay moist this time of the year, and then they'll sprout when they're ready. Another thing okay. to think about, another thing we talked about this at the beginning of the show is this type of winter sowing where you would have a little bit more control. You would put a container, like a clamshell container, or some. they make them out of one-gallon milk jugs where you cut all the way around till, till you just leave a little bit of plastic on there for a hinge. You drill some, uh-huh. holes, drill some holes in the bottom. You put some planting mix in there. You sprinkle your seeds in there, a little bit more mix on top, very thin. Close the top and leave it outside. And as long as it stays moist, they will sprout when they're ready. Now you have a little bit more control over your germination. And once they come up and you got little seedlings, you th- th- you can move those in when the soil's ready for them. Okay. Okay. I just wasn't sure if this was too soon to do it. You don't think it's too soon either way? No, because just think about nature. You know, the plants flower, they set seed, they sit there all winter, they fall off and they sprout when they're ready. Those perennials like that, and especially since you've had them in the garage, you'll be fine. All right. Come out to see me today at the um, South Hills Home and Garden Show. Or wait, they call it South Hills Home Show at the Cool Spring Sports Complex in Bethel today, 2 o'clock. And I'm going to give you some free seeds. Then we start the big home show at the convention center on Friday. That's going to be awesome. I'm speaking every day. All this information it's all at dougoster.com. If you need to know where I'm going to be and you're getting confused, uh, come on out and see me. That's also where you can sign up for my upcoming trip to Iceland. I can't wait. About my free online classes on Thursday. It's getting busy, Rob. It's getting, getting too busy. That's okay. That's what you do. <laughs>
Remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. All right, don't forget, South Hills later today, the home show, Cool Springs, Andy and Doug together on the same stage. Don't you dare miss it. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.